0: Je luistert naar een boodschap van 3 Church Amsterdam en Almere. Wij zijn een kerk van geloof, hoop en liefde. Voor meer informatie over onze kerk kun je terecht op onze website c3amsterdam.nl of c3almere.nl. Wij geloven dat deze boodschap jou vandaag zal bemoedigen, inspireren en bekrachtigen. Good morning, Almere and Amsterdam Locations. Good to be speaking with you today. Looking forward to being back from holidays next Sunday. But I'm talking this morning about how can I overcome fear? What a great topic. There won't be anybody of us today sitting there who hasn't at some time, or even right now, had some problem with fear, worry, or anxiety. It's probably one of the biggest issues of today in society, people you meet will struggle with this topic. And so I wanted to make sure this was in our How Can I series because I want to be able to help us live a life without these issues plaguing us. I know there are times where we've just got to do something anyway despite the fear, but there are many things we can do or many fears we can overcome by applying what I want to share with you today. Fear is defined like this. It is false evidence appearing real. That won't work in Dutch. But fear, F, false evidence appearing real. That is things that probably will never happen looking like they're so real they grip us. And so therefore we feel this emotion called fear. The good news is faith is exactly the opposite. Faith is real evidence about something in the future. That is, we can feel a courage and a confidence from God about the future. Let me tell you a moment where I was sitting on a plane just about to fly to London, and uh, this was a few years ago, and we were on the runway before we were about to take off, and my mind started to daydream. Now, before this, I had watched many episodes of air crash disaster uh, documentaries on National Geographic, so my mind was filled with all these uh, disasters that could happen. Now, bearing in mind you're more likely to be killed by a donkey than you are in a plane, this was definitely false evidence appearing real, because I start to daydream about uh, we take off and we're, we're high in the air and then the plane breaks into two and begins to fall to the earth. And I'm imagining where would it be best to be sitting? Would it be best to be sitting at the back of the front half or the front of the back half? I don't remember if I made a conclusion on it, but I do remember that my heart got gripped with fear at that moment, it was not something I had had a problem with before. It was not a fear I was familiar with be- from the past, but it hit me right at that moment. I don't know what your fear might be. It might be uh, putting out the willy bin at night in the dark, it might be a fear of the unknown, it might be a fear that God couldn't forgive you, it might be a fear of spiders or some other thing. I heard the other day that there is such a thing as fear of bananas or, and fear of buttons. Uh, that may or may not be you, but all of us at some point will identify with this topic called fear. It's an emotion. I remember another time I was sitting or lying, actually, uh, trying to go to sleep in a hotel in Indonesia on one of my trips there, and I was thinking about the family family. And then suddenly this anxiety gripped my heart, came from nowhere. It's what you might call separation, anxiety, the distance between me and my family. For some reason, I felt out of control. I felt uh, a, a fear that I might not see them again. I felt this anxiety of the separation came from nowhere, not something I'd struggled with before, but there it was, that fear again. False evidence appearing real. And there's no point in trying to say, well, that's not real. It's, you feel the emotion. and There's no point in saying that anxiety isn't real because you're feeling the anxiety of the emotion. And so there is a very real way of overcoming these things. And I want to help you through it because these things I'm about to share with you are things that helped me overcome it. The first thing is to understand that God says to us, Fear not. In fact, some people say that the words fear not or don't be afraid appear 365 times throughout the Bible. I've not found them all, but it's quite neat because basically there would be one for every day of the year where you can take confidence that God is saying to you, Fear not, do not be afraid every day of the year. He said to Mary, Fear not. He said to Joshua, Fear not he said through Isaiah to the people of Israel fear not David said to his son Solomon fear not the writers or uh, the apostles the writers John Peter and Paul all wrote about this topic of fear in the New Testament so it's pretty clear that not only is it a common problem in society God knew about it and brought a very common answer And his answer is this. I'm going to read you a scripture. Follow this because this is right at the heart of the answer to fear. It says in Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Do not fear, for I am with you says the Lord Joshua 1 verse 9 Have I not commanded you Be strong and courageous Do not be afraid Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go I want you to put yourself in this scripture you're feeling anxious about something about to happen at work. Do not be anxious, for God will be with you. You're feeling fear about a step you need to take. You want to ask her out on a date. God says, fear not, for I am with you. You're about to make a business deal that is scary. Do not fear, for I will be with you, says the Lord. What is the answer to fear? It's the presence of God. As I'm sitting there in the plane. What do I do? I give it over to Him, and I say, Holy Spirit, I need your presence. The presence of God comes right there as I'm sitting there in the plane. Peace fills my mind and my heart. What do I do as I'm lying there in that hotel room in Indonesia? I give my family to the Lord, and I ask the presence of God to come. I become conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit. I let him surround my mind and my heart and fill me with peace. When you get in the presence of God, and church, right now, I want you to hear this. I want you to seek Him, press into Him, rest in Him, and allow the presence of God to get around you because He is full of confidence. He is full of love and hope and faith and all the qualities you need when those moments hit you. It's like putting a a handkerchief in a dye, a red dye, and pulling it out and its entire color and structure has changed as it's absorbed that dye When you get in the presence of God, the the intensity of the peace of heaven comes into you. He doesn't say, go out there and find your peace in some other thing. He says, my peace, I give to you. My love, I give to you. My grace, I give to you. My faith, I give to you. How does He give it to us? By us being in His presence so that He can transfer it to us. So it can get in our thinking. It can get in our heart and our soul. It can become part of who you are. And so next time you're sitting on a plane, you just take a breath. The presence of God is here. You don't even begin to let fear grip your soul. Before fear even has a chance, you've already nailed it. Before that anxiety grips your mind, you've already nailed it. But hey, I want to look through right now in these closing minutes three typical common things that get us on this topic of fear. The first is this. We get afraid because we see negative outcomes. We get fear of what is about to happen. We get fear of our future. 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. What is punishment? Punishment is about outcomes. There is no fear in love. Perfect love drives out fear because fear is to do with outcomes. What are we afraid of today about our future? What would we do? What decision would we make if we were not afraid of the outcome? Would we ask her out? Would we buy that house would we take that career move? Would we do something more courageous because no longer are we afraid of the outcome because we know perfect love rests in our soul? Love is the antidote to fear, knowing that God has a hope about our future. That's what He says. He says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. So, what is the antidote to fear? of outcome. It's hope and love. When you let hope fill your heart, nothing else can grip your heart. So if that's you today, if you're fearing the outcome of something, in Jesus' name, right now, I want to set you free from that fear. Let the presence of God right now where you're sitting settle on you. Let the Holy Spirit settle on you. You know, when, when God comes surrounding us, it's, it's like that moment. I, I, I don't know if you ever had that moment where you were going to school and you were afraid of something. So, so your dad is walking you into school. Now you're looking all cool. And you don't want to make it look like you wanted your dad there, but inside you're glad. The presence of your father is making you feel more confident. I don't know if you ever got into a fight when you're a small kid at school. But whenever you got into a fight, there was this common phrase people would use and it would be, I will get my dad. And then the other kid would go, well, I'll get my dad. Yes, well, my dad's bigger than your dad. No, no, my, my dad's a policeman. No, well, my dad's a professional boxer. And so it would go on and it would be a competition of whose dad, whose dad is bigger than the other didn't work for me. My dad was about this high and was an accountant, so it didn't sound that uh, brave or cool to say, "My dad, who's an accountant and is this big, is coming after you." But the truth is this: we feel better in the presence of the Father who says, "My hope and my love are with you." The second reason we get fear is is that we see a negative value of ourselves. This is an interesting one because uh, you wouldn't automatically connect this with the topic of fear. But the reason we fear the lack of something is because of how we see ourselves. Listen to this. In Luke chapter 12, verse 6, it says this, Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. What is that? When we have a small self-value, we find it hard to believe that God would provide for all of our needs, that God would give to us everything that we're lacking. The truth is this. God's on your case. The truth is this. He's got you covered. Listen to this. Romans 8, 15. The Spirit you receive does not make you a slave so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought you about, brought about your adoption to sonship, and by Him you cry, Abba, Father. You cry, Father. You have a Father in heaven. You can speak to your Father in heaven. The presence of your Father in heaven is around you because you have been adopted. That is the word here adoption is the, the legal contract of a Roman citizen taking hold of another. That is a, a child coming into legal ownership and bearing all the inheritance of that new ownership. That is you. You have been adopted by the Father in heaven. You are a co heir with Christ. You have all that you need in Christ. There is nothing that you lack because Jesus is on your side. Come on right there in Amsterdam and Almira. Let's give it up for Jesus right now. Let's give him a hand for the fact that you have an inheritance in the Father. Amazing. God is on your side. But we fear because of our past that has brought down our sense of value. I want to tell you, church, you have a high net worth When you are held in the hands of a God who loves you. Incredible. What is the antidote in this situation? It's called faith. Because it takes faith to believe that what God says about you is true. It takes faith to believe that your past is over, that your present is of high value, and your future is in his hands. So hope and love deal with that sense of uncertainty about the future, and faith deals with our past, enabling us to trust God with what's lacking. And finally, what else grips us? The third thing we, 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 we fear because we wanna be in full control. Oh my goodness. Who out there today is a control freak? I gotta say, that's been one of my issues, control freak. You wanna be in control, and when you're not, you get anxious. You wanna be in control, and when you're not, worry goes around in your mind. Listen to this. In Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, it says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God. I want you right now, what is it, to think about what it is that you get anxious about. They say that the number one anxiety is uh, the thought of speaking in public. There we go, that's probably for many of you, one anxiety. Another growing anxiety or fear right now, in fact they say it's the fastest growing one, and that is the fear of answering the telephone. You would rather let it go to voicemail, listen to the voicemail, and then send an SMS back. Why? You're more in control. If you answer the phone, you don't know what they might want of you or require of you, so we get anxious when we're out of control. But this is what Philippians 4, 7 goes on to say, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a thought, that the peace that comes in the presence of God would surround your heart and mind. You don't need to feel anxious, worried, or concerned because he has got you covered. I love this saying, God has you covered and not accused. Too many of us are walking around with a sense of accusation. The devil wants us to feel accused. Therefore we feel anxious or low valued, but God's got you covered. He believes in you. He wants to impart his peace to you, but we need to find the DNA of heaven being absorbed into our lives by being in his presence. This is the personality of fear. I call, it, I call it the personality of fear. This is how it works. It starts with a thought, it moves to an imagination, then a justification of why you should be afraid, and then of course the sting, the bite of fear. So it starts with a thought that is, I should talk to her about this issue. And then it moves to an imagination. Yeah, but, but she'll be angry. She'll be mad. And now you're picturing her picking up the, the frying pan and, and in the kitchen and then throwing it at you. And, and so the story in your mind gets bigger and, and bigger. And then, then the justification, that is, yeah, relationships never work for me. And, and this anxiety, this, this fear grips us because we've allowed the thought that what if the plane doesn't make it to an imagination? It's breaking in half and falling to the earth to a a justification well I've seen it happen because I watch those TV shows and and suddenly the fear grips and you, you get overcome by false evidence appearing real you're more likely to die by a donkey as I said than you are in a plane but that fact isn't good enough what's best is to get the presence of God surrounding your heart early catch the thought before it becomes an imagination I'm going to close with this Fear not, for the Lord your God is with you. And so if you're here today and you are suffering from anxiety because of this sense of of worry about a situation, I want that to be lifted off you today. In just a moment, I'm gonna invite the service pastors to come up and lead the rest of the service. They're gonna pray and pray for you. But be free. If you're feeling anxious about a lack of something or a low self-value right now, in Jesus' Name, be free. Be free from that fear. Do not fear, for the Lord is with you. Exodus 14, 13 says, Do not be afraid. Stand firm. You will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. Do not be afraid, for today you're gonna see the deliverance of the Lord church let the presence of God come upon you, seek his presence be hungry for his presence be still in his presence and let fear leave and let faith come in Jesus' name God bless you bedankt voor het luisteren naar onze podcast we zien je graag terug in een van onze diensten Kijk op onze website voor tijden en locaties.